welcome all ages with us in worship, but if you do need a nursery, it's down the hall that way, or a quiet room, it's back there. So uh, we welcome you and invite you to please stand as we join together in confessing our sin. We worship in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our own.
God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God, your bountiful goodness fills all creation. Keep us safe from all that may hurt us, that, whole and well in body and spirit, we may with grateful hearts accomplish all that you would have us do. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
Have any of you ever, yeah, you can sit right there, that's good, perfect, yeah, perfect, there you go, sit right next to sis. Have you ever felt left out? Left out, yes? That's not a good feeling, is it? No, no. Um, I don't, I don't know what it might be for you, like maybe some, you, sometimes you don't get invited to something, or does it ever happen like kids are playing at school and, and they leave you out, yeah, not at school, they were your closest friends, and you got, you got, did you get forgotten, like for a, they left you out of the game, there you go, ouch, hurts, doesn't it? Well, well, you know, yeah, sometimes we don't get to do everything we want to do, but sometimes it's just, it's just kind of hurtful to be left out. Well, today we hear a story about 10 lepers. Now that was um, a disease of the skin and it was pretty, it was very serious. And so because of that, 2,000 years ago, people didn't know what to do. And so when, if you had this, you had to stay away from everybody else. You had to stand at a distance. And you were definitely left out. And Jesus, what do you suppose he did? What do you suppose he did for these ten lepers? Cried out, Jesus, help us. Do you think he helped them? Yeah, that's right, he did. He did, and he cleansed them, he made them well. And that's what the story we're going to hear about today. And it's really cool. But what I want to tell you is... If you ever feel left out, you are never left out of being a God's child. That that's what God sent his son Jesus for, is to make sure that you know you count and you matter. That he, you know, it's like this, like if I, if I could take Jesus' arms and then I could, the arms were big enough that he could pull all of you in together. In fact, let's get right close together. And then... Let's get together, and now let's, come on, stand up, that's it, let's get together. Jesus calls us all together, and you know what, now let's keep moving over here to the baptismal font, because I want you to know that when you were baptized, when you were baptized, that's what Jesus did. It's like these waters took you and pulled you into Jesus so that you know for all time and all ways that you are his child. Does that sound good? I know, I'm getting you wet. I'm under your baptism. All right. All right, God bless you guys. Jesus loves you. Amen. The first reading is from Psalm 111. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and the congregation. Great are your works, O Lord, pondered by all who delight in them. Majesty and splendor mark your deeds, and your righteousness endures forever. You cause your wonders to be remembered. You are gracious and full of compassion. You give food to those who fear you, remembering forever your covenant. You have shown your people the power of your works in giving them the lands of the nations. The works of your hands are faithfulness and justice. All of your precepts are sure. 
They stand fast forever and ever because you have done in truth and equity. You have sent redemption to your people and commanded your covenant forever, holy and awesome in your name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who practice this have a good understanding. God's praise endures forever. The word of the Lord. Second reading is from 2 Timothy, the second chapter. Remember Jesus Christ raised from the de dead, a descendant of David, that is my gospel, for which I suffer hardship, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained, therefore I endure everything for the sake of the elect so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Jesus Christ with eternal glory. The word of the Lord.
Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him, keeping their distance. They called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. Praising God with a loud voice, he prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Gracious God, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of our hearts, be acceptable in your sight and be helpful and fruitful for our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. So ten lepers cry out from a distance, Lord, have mercy, Kyrie eleison. They cry out from a distance because their condition has left them isolated and separated from the community I'm reminded when I hear their cry about how we approach God. Even right in our liturgy, we begin with an order of confession and forgiveness. And then we hear a greeting that names the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and reminds us of our baptism. And then we go back to Kyrie eleison. That's the way we approach God just like those lepers did, from a distance. And I'm also cognizant of how often we are sometimes outside, that there isn't a place for us, or it doesn't seem like there's a place for us, just like for those lepers, that our experiences in life, it's amazing, as I mentioned to the kids, have you ever felt left out? And boom, they all know already what it is to be left out. By the way, on a side note, kind of a footnote, I hope when you come to worship on Sunday morning, you always remember that this is not your time for social time with your friends. Sure, do that, have some of that, but I hope you remember that it might just be your opportunity to look across the narthex and see the person that's feeling left out and no one's talking to. You might save their life. You might have the opportunity to do that right here this morning. Just that was a footnote. Anyway, so, um, whether it's, I mean, I can remember those times, and I was fortunate to be somewhat decent at athletics, when you'd have two captains, and you'd pick out the teams. Everybody would line up, and there'd be the two captains, and they'd start picking their team, you know. Fortunately, not very often was I the last person picked, but I always used to just hurt for that person that was the... Okay. Or maybe even not be picked. Or be picked because you have to pick them. Wow, what a painful thing that is. Sometimes we have injuries. 
that kind of cut us off and keep us from doing what we want to do. Maybe we're not a part of the team here because we get hurt or something like that happens. I remember what that felt like. Sometimes there's something about us that doesn't fit the norm that makes us feel separate on the, on the outside looking in. I talked to, as we were talking about this text and this experience on this week, I talked to a woman who's a senior citizen now, but she said very clearly, and it just broke my heart, that she grew up always knowing that the only reason she was brought into this world was to try and keep her dad in the marriage of her mom and dad. And when that didn't happen, her mom never treated her like she was special, never treated her like she counted. And I said, this was really talked about? She said, yeah, it was clear. What a painful thing to be on the outside looking in. It re reminded me of an address that C.S. Lewis gave called The Weight of Glory. And in the midst of that address, he talks about it this way. And his language is so good, I just want you to hear it the way he said it. We walk every day on the razor edge between these two incredible possibilities, being le left out or included. Apparently then our lifelong nostalgia, our longing to be reunited with something in the universe from which we now feel cut off, to be on the inside of some door which we have always seen from the outside, is no mere neurotic fancy but the truest index of our real situation. And to be at last summoned inside would be both glory and honor beyond all our merits and also the healing of that old ache. Oh, what we do to try and heal this old ache of being on the outside. Sometimes we try and break our way in, don't we? We try and do all kinds of stuff in the old world of the law and obedience, we try and do all the right things and make sure we don't mess up. That way we'd be accepted and we'd be a part of things. That's what the church used to tell everybody and still does. The way to be a part is to do all the right stuff. Didn't work so well for Luther. <laughs> to do or achieve, but then sometimes we might try and break our way in and make our way in by conforming to the status quo or rebelling against the status quo and being a part of the group that rebels. <laughs> Maybe we do it by trying to be liked and helpful, but there's all kinds of ways that we try and break our way in. So we, with the lepers, stand far off at a distance and cry out, Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. And, and then it happens. Jesus says, go show yourselves to the priests. And I think it's amazing and wonderful that all ten took off to the priests. They weren't healed yet, but they took off. They did what Jesus said, and on their way, they are, they are, they are cleansed. So the text says they are healed. They are cleansed from their condition. And the reason Jesus said, go show yourselves to the priests, because in Levitical code, if you were healed, the priest would verify that, and then you could be re-entered into the community. So they go. We've gathered to hear his word. 
he's kind of saying to us, go, go forth. And our going, we are cleansed from whatever it is that would separate us from being a part of his flock, his community, his beloved. You might say, oh, but this about me or that about me or this about me. And then the truth of the gospel is that that's taken care of. In your baptism, you're clothed with Christ. You're united with Christ. You're infused with Christ. Christ is given to you, and so all of his righteousness is yours. And so, listen, whatever you think keeps you from being here, Jesus will take you in. And he has taken you in. But, you know, we just might have missed the smallest and the best detail of this story. You remember when the lepers were far off? They cry out, Jesus, have mercy on us. And what happens? Jesus sees them. Let's not skip over that. He sees them. Listen, when you come here today, he sees you. And the work of the cross and resurrection to forgive you of all your sins and all your striving, to bring you in, to heal you, to make a place for you, Jesus sees you in all the ways you've been left out, and he takes you in. But then there's that one aspect of the story, isn't there? One of the lepers is so overtaken with gratitude and joy that he said, I'm not going to the priest yet. <laughs> I'm going back to Jesus. And he runs back to Jesus. And Jesus says, wow, what, what happened to the others? Was it just this foreigner? Oh, now that's a powerful detail in the story. In fact, Jesus is up on the border between Samaria and Judea, um, or Galilee, excuse me. So, so the Samaritans, you remember, I won't go into lots of, they were the outcasts. They were the folks that the Jewish people thought had perverted the faith. They were, there was no place for them. They were the worst. They were even worse than Gentiles. And so this foreigner, this Samaritan, comes running back. Why? I think about what Jesus said um, when he was dealing with Peter. And he said, oh, Peter, the one who's forgiven loves little, but the one... One who's forgiven little loves little, but the one who is forgiven much loves much. I think this foreigner, not only isolated from his disease, but also isolated from the sense of who he is, just can't help. But, I mean, just get out of my way. I'm going back to Jesus to give thanks. Isn't that what we do? Do you think about waking up on Sunday morning like that? The fact that you've been included by his grace, that you matter, that you count, that you just, you want to get up, I'm going to go thank Jesus. Isn't it interesting that this supper is called the Eucharist? You know what that means in Greek? Somebody. Thanksgiving. That's what Eucharist, Eucharisto in Greek, it means Thanksgiving. We come back because we're giving thanks that he's included us. And in this meal, he just, another way, he just takes us in. But, oh, doesn't, you know, I just want you to hear this good news today, but guess what? Doesn't this have to take flesh somehow? How does it become real for you? How does it come real for other people? It has to get real. How does that happen? Usually it happens through people. 
people walking across the narthex or the foyer to talk to someone. That person I mentioned earlier who grew up not feeling counted, not feeling like they mattered from their mom, who made it all really overtly clear that I never really wanted you. I said, well, how did you get through? And she said, my grandpa. You see, somebody has to come across and bring in. I think about Lutheran refugee services and about those one or two percent of people in all the refugee camps throughout the world. And now that are even worse with all that's going on in Syria and, and all the, the, the decisions of many people in many places. People are suffering, just dying, and they're dying to get into the, this country. And I think about the stories of immigrants who have been included and brought in and how thankful they are. Man, they appreciate this place so much more than we who have been here all our lives. Oh, it has to take flesh somehow, and it usually happens from somebody, from some person. Having been brought in, I hope you'll be looking for an opportunity to bring others in, to break that barrier and connect more to Christ. Amen. As we prepare to sing our hymn of the day, I just want to mention those who are um, affirming their faith today um, and want you to come on up during the, the third or fourth verse of the hymn today and come up for it. Thank you. Dear friends, we give thanks for the gift of baptism and for these people, one with us in the body of Christ who are making public affirmation of their baptism and joining our fellowship in the gospel and mission to connect more to Christ. Bonnie Craig, Tony Hernandez, Grant Furness,
David Swift and Karen Miller, and Joanne Nelson. The following people have come to us from other congregations, and we are delighted to receive you, members of one holy Catholic and apostolic church, into our fellowship in the gospel and mission. Shirley Chu, Ashley Marks, Linda Nelson, Kevin and Patty Burke, Deanna Gossett, and Joan Lund. Thank you, Dave. And the congregation may be seated. <coughs> Let us pray. We thank you that you have drawn us all to you, God, in the gospel of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Bless these who are joining us in our call to connect more to Christ and love and serve Kitsap and in the world and the world. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, in holy baptism, our Lord Jesus Christ received you and made you members, part of his church. In the community of God's people, you've learned from his word, God's loving purpose for you in all creation. You have been nourished at his holy table and called to be witnesses to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, therefore, I ask you to profess your faith in Christ Jesus, reject sin, and confess the faith of the church, the faith in which we baptize. Do you renounce all the forces of evil, the devil, and all his empty promises? We all join together. I, I renounce do. them. Do you believe in God the Father? I, I believe in God, God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? Let us now pray for these affirming their baptism and for all the baptized everywhere, that they may be redeemed from all evil and rescued from the way of sin and death. We pray that the Holy Spirit may open their hearts to your grace and truth, and they may be kept in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, in your mercy, that we all may be sent into the world to connect more to Christ and to witness to your love Lord, in your mercy, gracious God, we pray for our world, our country, and government, for our cities and neighborhoods, for justice and peace. Lord, in your mercy, for all those on our prayer list today, we celebrate with Bob and Ann in their 50th wedding anniversary. We give thanks for their witness. We pray for Jewel Linder's daughter, Meg, um, as she deals with the diagnosis of blindness and Alzheimer's. We pray for the family and friends of Gil Crenshaw in his death. We pray for Ace in his vision rehab. We continue to pray for Terry in her recovery with her knee. We pray for Mary Huff as she recovers at Krista Shores. And God, we remember Bruce Pringle um, today as he grieves in the death of his son. 
For all those facing cancer, we bring them before you. For our deployed military and on our continued prayer list, we pray for your grace and strength to be with them all. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You have made public profession of your faith. Do you intend to continue in the covenant God made with you in holy baptism, to live among God's faithful people, to hear his word and share his supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to serve all people following the example of our Lord Jesus and to strive for justice and peace in the earth. We are answered together. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. People of God, do you promise to support these sisters and brothers and pray for them in their life in Christ? We do, and we ask God to help and guide us. Let us now pray for these affirming their faith, and if you want to put forward your hand as a blessing to them today, you may do that. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, through water and the Spirit, you have made these men and women your own. You have brought them in. You forgave them all their sins and brought them into newness of life. Continue to strengthen them with the Holy Spirit and daily increase in them your gifts of grace the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Let us rejoice with these, hold on, actually, let's have you turn around. And, yeah, the scary part. I want you to see everybody as we share these words with you. Um, let us rejoice with these brothers and sisters in Christ. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. Together we give thanks and praise to God and proclaim the good news to all the world. I'm going to just have you guys introduce yourselves really quick. Oh, let's see. Check, check. There you go. Go on. Brett Bruce. Deanna Gossett. Bonnie Craig. Kathy Bird. Kevin Bird. Linda Nelson. And Joanne Nelson. Both Nelson. All right. Well, let's give them a, a celebration. We're so happy to have you part of our mission. The peace of the Lord be with you all. Please share that peace with those around you. Peace of the Lord. What a joy.
And I see every one of you. You're not going to get past me today. Yeah. <laughs> Let us pray, God of mercy and grace.
give thanks and praise to you, God, through our Savior Jesus, who on this day overcame death in the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to all the lost and left out the way of everlasting life. And so we join now with the choirs of angels. We join with your church throughout this earth and with the hosts of heaven to praise your name and sing their unending hymn.
God of abundance, with this bread of life and cup of salvation, you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Phil. And spirit led. Go in peace and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.